Welcome friends. We are your hosts, Sandy and Wade, baby best friends turned husband and wife and business partners. This podcast is for the dreamers, the movers and shakers, and those who seek to attract their dream life. Strap in, getting magnetic in three, two, one. Like attracts like. If you see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. You just decide what it's going to be, who you're going to be, how you're going to do it. And then from that point, the universe is going to get out your way. This moment in time, this is your time to rise. We don't control life. We control how we react to it. I heard that line in a song probably a decade ago. And it's a familiar concept. You know, we probably have all heard it, think of it, but it really hit me and it stuck with me because I think it's something, it's a phrase that I strive to live my life by. We don't control life, we control how we react to it. At the time of this recording, we got inspired today to hop on, hit record, hop on the mic, share it with you all, because right now it's 2020. It's been the wildest year probably of most of our lives. We're amidst probably the craziest election ever, probably the tightest, probably the most divided at the time of this recording. We don't know who's going to win, but with everything going on, we wanted to hop on and just share our perspective and, and how we're thinking about things and with the ultimate goal and message of unity and uniting and staying positive. And I love that quote, we don't control life we control how we react to it. Let's break that down. So much of life, if you think about it, our circle of influence, what we can actually control is so small. Like think about it. you you get in your car to go drive the drive to the grocery store. There's hundreds of other drivers that you you know, you have no control over. There's so many factors. All you can really control at the end of the day is your emotions or your your perspective, how you approach the day, how you approach your life, what's going on in your mindset. So with all of that said, Sandy and I just want to have a conversation really about everything that's going on right now, how we're thinking about it and and really, again, with the goal of coming together on it. What are your thoughts, babe, right now on, on everything going on in the world? Uh, I have a lot of them. I think, yeah, like you're saying, there's, you know, we're, we're all, we've all been given this like interesting time and I think we have the choice to come out of this year stronger than ever and not to say that that you know it has not been an easy journey there's been one hurdle after another this year but it's really wild to see just how differently people react to things and I think so much of what is talked about and shared and spread and focused on is fear and I think you and I don't choose to live our life that way. We choose, we don't choose to subscribe to fear. Of course, there's going to be fear that creeps in on, you know, day to day. But I heard something recently that said fear spreads seven times faster than the truth. Yes. And I think that's so much of what we're seeing right now. I think mm-hmm. people get their news from memes on Instagram. Mm-hmm. There's no facts or backing whatsoever. And it's just like, oh, let me reshare that. Let me reshare that. And you see these things reshared that are instilling fear. There's nothing about it that is spreading hope or joy, or love, or unity. It's spreading fear. It's spreading hate. It's spreading division. And it's a really hard thing to watch, especially amongst 
friends and family and people that you love. And, you know, the intention of this podcast, like we really, we don't have any notes. We're just literally talking back and forth. Mm -hmm. But I think we all, like, I hope this year has taught us all just to be uh, more conscious of the things happening around us and how we react to it and how our reactions to things really do play a ripple effect on the people around us. And, you know, we just finished that book, The Four Agreements. Mm. Love that book. And I actually wish I had it in front of me. But the four agreements are like, don't take anything personally. Mm-hmm. Be impeccable with Be your impeccable word. Be impeccable with your word. Um, I don't know the other ones. I wow, forget why them. am I blinking on this? Those one? were the two big ones Those are the for two me. big ones. I mean, there's four of them. But anyway, the point is, and they go into this in the book, is like, if you didn't witness something with your own eyeballs, it's not something for you to talk about. And that's hard. We all hear things and we spread things and we share things. And I think so much of fear and things that are spread is based off of hearsay or like a rumor. And it's like, if you didn't witness it with your own eyeballs, if you weren't there, like what's the point of talking about it and spreading anything other than, I guess, your truth? Does that yeah, make sense? Totally. And that that brings, you know, me make me think about how we should all be evaluating how are we showing up in the world right now? Because there's nothing stronger than unity. We are the United States of America. Recently, and you know, Sandy and I really don't pay a lot of attention to politics. We try and stay off it. We try and stay away from mainstream media and all those things because, like Sandy was kind of mentioning, the media. I want to correct you. I don't want to. We do not not pay attention to politics. Right. We do pay attention. We don't subscribe to, I think, a lot of the fear that's tied up in that. Mm -hmm. We don't try and impose our thoughts on other people. No, we don't absolutely not. But generally speaking, like, you know, we never watch the news. We've, we've tuned in a few times to election results so far. Um, so we really protect our mindsets around what's going into it. We're going to decide where that's coming from and what's going in. We'll touch a little bit on that. But coming back to, we should all be evaluating how are we showing up in the world? Is how we're showing up, is our energy, are we coming from a good intention place? Are we coming from a positive place? Are we looking to spread love, positivity, and unite? Or are we divisive? Are we showing up negative? Are we succumbing to the fear and spreading that energy? I, I think in my lifetime, I don't think I've ever seen the country more divided. And I don't want to focus on that because what you focus on grows. But when we think about it, you know, we're so America, we're so caught up and tied up in this election and bipartisan one, you're on one side or the other. And it's so divisive. And we realize like in the grand scheme of things, you know, we're one country in this whole world. I bet the outside world is looking at us like, wow, you guys are so caught up in what's going on in your world. You aren't even focusing on all the wild things happening in the world. And politics are, are important. They're a necessary part of you know, our modern world we live in, but we get so caught up in it. And if you think about, are you looking at your neighbor who might be on the opposite end of, of the spectrum as you politically? And are you like looking down on them? Are you thinking, oh my gosh, they're wrong. I'm right. Or do you realize like, whoa, this is just my perspective, my lens of life. And, and I happen to agree with this side. I may vote this way, but maybe they've experienced a different life. Are you open-minded to being like, you know what? Even though they're on the other side, I still respect them. They're still my friend. You know what? If I break my leg today and my neighbor's got to drive me to the hospital and they're Democrat and I'm Republican or, or vice versa, like, are they going to do that? Most likely. And let's not let anything get in between that. I mean, I think you got to have 
respect for everyone and where they're coming from. And like Sandy said, with the four agreements, be impeccable with your word. Take nothing personal. Don't spread fake news. Don't talk bad about others. Don't think, oh my gosh, they don't think like me. What idiots. Like, that's not what we should be doing. We got to come together, unity. And I think, like Sandy said, we really got to protect our mindsets and, and stay off all of that mainstream media because so many people have reached out to Sandy and I like, hey, I'm so grateful for how you guys show up and your positivity during this time of like chaos and craziness. And I think, what if we all did that? What if we all showed up that way? There wouldn't be this division. There wouldn't be this, this hurt, this you know craziness going on. And in the grand scheme of things, this election in the US is just a microcosm of kind of bigger scale of 2020 of how do we think about that? Like a lot of stuff has happened. We're in a, a global pandemic where, you know, things are closed down. Businesses are, are closing. We're separated from loved ones and all these different things. But coming back to what you focus on grows. What are you focusing on? Are you focused on the negative? Are you focused on, oh my gosh, there's this virus. What if I get sick? Are you focused on, oh my gosh, businesses are shutting it down? What's happening? Are you focused on this sucks? I can't travel. I can't, you know, see people I love. Or or do you flip your mindset? Are you focused on what if this is that year of growth that we need? You know, oftentimes it's in a, a low, it's in a valley where we get the courage and get the gusto to go climb the mountain to become better, to come out better on the other side. So what if you've probably seen it going around? What if 2020 was the year we all needed where it's so wild and so different it's like that shakeup in our life of everything that's going on and we we choose you have a decision coming back to what rita davenport said you're about as happy as you choose to be so you don't control life you don't control the election you don't control a virus you don't control social distancing you don't control all these things but what you do control is how you react to it and i think sandy and i have maintained and focused on that mindset and when we think about like reflecting on 2020, gosh, I'm, I'm so grateful. There's a lot going on and there's some scary things. Of course, there's, there's health stuff going on. There's this election. There's some big things happening in the world. When we think about 2020, think about how much we have to be grateful for. Let's focus on the good things. We were able to launch this podcast. We were able to become published authors. We didn't travel as much. We didn't get to see our loved ones as much. We didn't get to see people but maybe it made us so grateful for all those things. Oh my gosh, we're going to Tulum tomorrow. We're so excited we get to travel. We're starting to be able to hang out with friends and family. We're starting to be able to do those things. How much more grateful are we all? 2020 might be that year we needed where it is that dip before the pop. And I'm kind of going off on a rant, a monologue right now. What's hitting your heartstrings, Sand? I'm just thinking, like I want everyone listening, I want to ask you a question right now. What, and I got this from my dear friend, Leslie. We've been friends since we were in eighth grade. Leslie, I love you. She asked me about a month ago. She's like, Sand, what does your soul need right now? And that was such a like profound question to me. And today I was at lunch with another dear friend, Kathleen. And I asked her that question and she said, a hug. And I got up from the table. I'm going to cry just sharing this. I got up from the table and I just hugged her and her and I squeezed. And it was like so special. And I feel like so many of us sometimes, it's that simple. We literally need a hug. We literally need love. 
We need unity. We need to feel connected to people. And even with us, the way we look at things and how we, you know, haven't been afraid of a lot of things that have happened this year, we've still had quite a bit of division. There's been separation amongst our family. There's been separation amongst close friends, amongst people in our life that we really love that, you know, maybe do have an extreme view of something of like absolutely non-negotiable, like I won't leave my house. And that's totally fine. We respect if that's someone's decision. And it's just interesting how that has in some ways, and I guess what I'm saying is some people's decisions do affect you. Like even though we're, we didn't decide to be that, I guess, level of extreme for the past nine months, other people's choices like have affected us. Mm -hmm. And I think the overall message is really just evaluate where you're at with things, respect where, like give yourself grace, know where, like we always say this, wherever you're at is exactly where you need to be, respect where other people are coming from. And I think to protect your mental space, especially nowadays with social media, We've spent a lot less time on social media in 2020, I think. Of course, we still go on, but it's really made me evaluate, like, who do I let into my space? Who do I let play influence over my, who am I letting into my world, right? We always say you are the five people you spend the most time with. Well, who are you, whose profiles are you viewing, right? Whose posts are you consuming? Whose stories are you watching? I think there's a reason there's a mute button on Instagram. <laughs> and there's a similar feature on Facebook. I forget what it's called, but, and it's not to take personally, right? I'm sure there's plenty of people that have muted us and unfollowed us and that's mm -hmm. totally fine. People can do whatever they want, but I think protect your mental space and know like it's totally okay and encouraged to protect your mental space and not let things in that don't feel good for your soul. Does that make sense? Yes. And wow, just, I love the way you speak and I can feel that coming straight from your soul. It's you so interesting having it. this conversation because you and I are just talking, but here I am like letting the naysayer, like negative head trash come in, even though like, I don't believe for that. I'm sitting here thinking like, oh my gosh, there's someone listening right now that is thinking negatively of this. That's like, I can't believe she said this. And so I just, what I, when I'm saying all this, I just hope I'm really careful in how I'm speaking right now. Because nothing of what I'm saying is like directed toward a specific person. It's not intended for anyone to take it personally. Like I'm trying to really speak with intention. Mm. By the way, I just caught myself saying trying. Mm, yes. <laughs> I don't like the word trying because there's no such thing as trying. You either do or you don't, right? If you invite someone over for your birthday dinner and they're like, I'll try. You're like, they're not coming, right? <laughs> it's like either you'll be there or you won't. <laughs> and so I, I want to take back that I just said I'm trying. I am speaking with intention. And I am coming from a place of love. I think, and that is such a key, right? What if we just assumed best intentions? What if we assumed everyone was walking around, you know, saying like, I want to feel important. Like, what if you just put a 10 on all of everyone's forehead that they were doing the best they could and they might be voting or doing or acting in a certain way based on their circumstances. What if we assumed best intentions? Because I'm going to let you guys in on a secret. No matter who wins the presidential election, you control how you let that affect your life. For most people, and it's really up to you, whoever's president for the next four years is not going to dramatically affect your life unless you let it. Like, live your life. You are the captain of your life. Set sails where you want to. 
I promise you, no matter what, either way, you can let one person affect your mental space and energy and how you show up. Or you can let, you know, the other, but it's out of your control. What's in your control is how you react to it. And like Sandy said, assume best intentions. What if you reached out to someone you might be at odds with, with, with everything going on, and just said, hey, I know we might be on opposite sides of the fence, but I want you to know if you ever have a tough day, if you need that hug, or you need to have a bottle of wine or a six pack, I'm on my way over to give you that. What if we all like crossed that bridge, like built that bridge, restored unity? Like we should all be able to have our views and beliefs without, you know, being at odds against each other. And like Sandy said, it's okay if, if people affect your mental energy to mute them, to remove them for, for the time period of your life. And that's okay. With average of the five people we surround ourselves with. And let's all start giving and receiving three hugs a day to stop from being weird, like Rita said. Whew. Okay. I think, you know, this is kind of a, I don't know, a more serious topic on getting magnetic today, <laughs> yep. but it was heavy on our hearts and we like to keep it real. So, you know, I'm a big believer that how you end anything is how you start the next one. How you end a conversation with your sibling, with your parents, with your spouse, with your neighbor, with a friend, that's going to dictate how the next one's going to start, right? How you end the day, how you end the week, how you end the month, how you end the year is going to be how you start the next one. So we are coming up on ending 2020, which has been quite a year. A test. Yes. And so we get to decide and we get to lean into that and end it stronger than ever and come out of this the best version of ourselves, the most loving, the most understanding, the most just grateful. Truly, yeah. Like a different, more upgraded, not, I don't even want to say different because it's not like we were bad before, mm -hmm. but it's like we get the choice to lean into the hard and lean into these growth opportunities and enter 2021 like it is going to be a rebirth yes i believe that fully in my heart like this has been the setup this year has been the setup for just the liftoff like we are getting ready to blast off like a rocket ship like we've been tested we've been tried we we've been knocked down and when i say we i mean all of us collectively and like right it's not about how many times you get knocked down it's about how many times you get back up. We're going to get up with the learning lesson stronger than ever. So like Sandy said, how you end 2020 is how you're going to start 2021. And what perfect timing. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Our hearts should be filled with gratitude, with thankfulness. It's Thanksgiving. Excited for that, that turkey and, and everything in between. And spending time hopefully you know hopefully you get to spend some time with loved ones or friends or whatever you're doing on thanksgiving it's a time for gratitude to come together unity i think that is just the perfect timing and we we all can make that decision that decision that i'm in control this is my life i am excited to to end this year because it's going to catapult me into 2021 i'm excited for that and beyond yes I think we are setting the foundation and it's mm -hmm. interesting because, you know, you, you tend to look at life like so positively all the time, which is great. It's one of your 
greatest traits. Sometimes you brush over some of the hard things. Mm. And I think I do just, I want to like recognize and, and like validate. Like, yes, we had some great personal things that happened this year mm-hmm. in our life and our business, just us as a unit. But we also went through some really hard things. Mm-hmm. We lost my grandma in March. We lost your best friend in March. Mm-hmm. My sister went through not the greatest situation of birth. Like Levi is here and great, but her husband wasn't able to be part of that due to the virus and the regulations in the hospital. Like that's got to be a lonely experience having a baby alone. That was really heavy on my heart for months. I felt so guilty that I couldn't be there with her. Mm-hmm. We had a miscarriage. Like there was a lot of heavy things too, right? And mm-hmm. I think this year just is helping us be grateful for all the good. So it's like, we always say this, but you cannot appreciate the highs unless you've had the lows. And I think we've had a fair share of lows and they'll keep coming, but it's all just part of the journey. So Mm -hmm. it's Thanksgiving tomorrow. We are so grateful for this community. We're so grateful for all the support. We hope you are finding value in some of the things that we're sharing. And I hope that your heart is so full of love and gratitude, even if it's something so simple. I want to encourage you guys to start journaling. If you're not already journaling, like, do you have a gratitude journal? When I wake up every morning, Wade does this too. When we wake up, we both write like a paragraph at least, or we'll just free flow of what we're grateful for. So what if you started doing that every day, right? What you appreciate appreciates. What are you appreciating? What are you focusing on? So I feel like that's kind of our conversation today. Yeah. Let's wrap it up with a challenge, I think. I challenge you. One, if you think this episode will really help or resonate with someone, send it to them. But then what if you also told at least one person, and it can be more, you can get extra credit, that you appreciate them. You're grateful for them. You love them. You just jot them a text, a call. Maybe you'll see them tomorrow. Say it in person. But whatever that is, like, let's spread love. Let's spread love in the world. And grateful for you all. Have an awesome, happy, grateful Thanksgiving. Only those that can see the invisible can do the impossible. So remember, you are magnetic.